0: You're listening to Dong Explorer, where Cameron Rob takes apart a theme song. Piece by piece, tells a story of how it was made. I'm your host, my name is Zachariah Emery. This episode is brought to you today by Spectre Mattress, the only mattress that's proven not to let ghosts sleep next to you. A good night's sleep is essential to happy, productive days. Unfortunately, countless people around the world are unable to get a good night's rest due to a sinister presence in their beds. And no, I'm not talking about deadbeat boyfriends or dust mites. That's where Spectra Mattress comes in. Whether your fancy new condo building was built on the former site of a children's hospital, or you're staying in your grandparents' super haunted lake house, Spectra uses innovative phantom blocking technologies to eliminate the presence of poltergeists, allowing for sweet, spirit free dreams. When it comes to keeping ghosts out of your bed at night, nobody does it like Spectra Mattress. Use promo code DONG at checkout for 10% off your first purchase. The Trenchcoat Boys Podcast. Mason and Grayson are two fourth graders who want to help your love life flourish. Dating is hard, and even harder after puberty. If you, like millions of adults, have trouble making romantic connections, look no farther than the Trenchcoat Boys podcast. Mason and Grayson are two eight-year-old boys with real girlfriends. Donning an adult-sized trench coat, these two mavericks hit the town guerrilla style to answer AIDS' old questions about dating. How long should you wait before making things official? What are some first dates, do's and don'ts? How do you navigate having a girlfriend that goes to a different school? Learn how to find your soulmate on The Trenchcoat Boys wherever you get your podcasts. Cameron Bopp is a multi-instrumentalist, professional songwriter, and podcast editor. He's a working audio engineer in the city of Chicago and a great cuddler.
1: Did you know that Mumford & Sons have a song called the Babel? The way that I got into music was by uh, learning the piano. My parents put me in piano lessons when I was about, mm, I want to say, six or seven years old, and I took piano lessons for probably eight years being sort of classically trained. And after, after eight years or so um, in high school, I dropped out and decided all I wanted to do was play Coldplay songs, like any sane 15-year-old would do. Well, immediately out of high school, I went into um, engineering, the mechanical engineering kind, and uh, after a year of that, I decided that I hated my life, and so I moved out to Chicago to pursue contemporary music as a performance degree, and eventually that shifted into audio engineering, so while I still play music from time to time, my focus these days is more on recording. This song was in my heart for many, many years and I didn't know what to do with it until one day I found a stupid podcast about drinking and listening to music and all of a sudden it just happened. And what I ended up writing was my magnum opus. So I sat down to write this song. And there were a few things I wanted from the get-go. I wanted it to have a hummable melody, something that stuck in people's heads, much like a stickiest music podcast. I wanted to write a sticky melody and a sticky harmony to boot. I wanted it to be pithy, no more than 45 seconds, and I wanted it to be something that changed the course of podcasting forever. So, I started the song off with the lyrics. I wanted something that flipped the two verbs associated with the two actions of the podcast that is, listening to music and drinking in brews. So, naturally, it just kind of came to me in, in a dream one night drink in this album. Drink in this album. And, of course, conversely, listen, the brews. listen to the brews. get a lot of people telling me it sounds like drinking like like the word drinking and you know i'm not going to tell people what my songs do or don't mean because music is all about your own personal interpretation but i also like to think that it works both ways you're drinking the album but you also drink in the album you know listen to what the drink is telling you every drink is trying to tell you something and you should listen Well, obviously, the whole show is about pairings, so I wanted to mention I think it would pair well, but pairings don't always agree with everybody, so naturally, I think it would pair well, if only for you. Ooh, woo ooh. ooh. When I wrote the song, I did it sitting down just with my acoustic guitar. So it starts like this. I just played a G major chord and kind of just felt it out from there. I ended up with something like this. And then do a D. I just felt like that Chord progression was something that went well from a verse into a chorus. It goes G to D to A minor, and then it goes from the 4 to the 5, the C to the D, leading you right in to a magnificent chorus. In producing the beat for this song, really, I've, I've labored a lot over just the space that I wanted the drums to occupy. And what I landed on was a snare drum on the two and the four and a kick that hits on the one and then hits a syncopated beat on the end of the two. So once I had the drums and the guitar laid down, it was the perfect bed for me to put down some vocals. Drinking this album, listen to the bruise, I think it would pair well, if only for you, cause it's or bruise. It's, It's a miracle that I got all these vocal takes because... My cat was meowing at me every five seconds in the studio because he wanted to go outside and eat some grass. And so, fun fact um, actually, it's kind of a miracle that I got most of my vocal takes down without hearing anything from my cat in the background. But of course, Simba's an integral part of my production team. And so, in the final edit, in these actual vocals isolated, you can hear him in the background. Check it out. It's album brew. It's Ow! Album or Oh yeah. Ow! I had the ooze and the Oz of the chorus. It's albumer brew woo-woo-woo-woos, right? And so I sort of felt like I needed a post-chorus melody. As I was just riffing on the guitar, and the thing that always comes to my mind when I think about the podcast is doo-doo, so naturally it was a perfect fit. Before I record vocals, I always do my warm-ups. I walk around the house a little bit, I clean... I, uh, I get my computer all set up, I get my recording space set up. And then after about 10 vocal takes, I just decide to do my best and put some fucking auto-tune on it, because I can't get the goddamn part right. And so while I felt like I had nailed the essence of the podcast, I felt that it needed something a little bit more literal to tie everything in. So using my other trusted production resource, freesound.org, I was able to find a can cracking and a drink pouring and a very creepy recording of a man taking a drink and then going, ah. common misconception of the last sample at the end is that it's not me doing that noise that's courtesy of a man on freesound.org I felt that it really added a lot to the production to just slather the entire thing in reverb because I feel that it really accentuates the creepiness of the ah sound of the strange man on the internet and the reverb just adds a whole sense of space to the thing that I think is very beautiful and really really puts you in the moment with with the song so at the end of this four-hour-long recording session where I had basically put this whole song together, I had, I had this final product that was 45 seconds long. It was straight to the point. It had a verse, a chorus, and a post-chorus. It was catchy. It had everything it needed to have. And I, I felt like I had poured my heart and soul into this song. So I, so I bounced it off as an MP3, and I sent it over to Sarah and Zach, and they were over the moon. I had gone above and beyond their expectations and they were just so happy. And the fan response has also been about the same. I get people pulling me off on the road and singing, drinking this album. And they just like, they can't, they can't get enough of me. They take my picture. They ask me to sign their underwear. It's just a whole thing. I love the rebarbs. I love that something I wrote has, has taken on a life larger than itself and that it has inspired so many people in all walks of life.
0: And now here is the Album Rebrew's theme song by Cameron Bop in its entirety.
1: Drinking this album Listen to the
0: This episode is sponsored by Inbreed.com. These days, finding top talent in the sea of online applications can be a real challenge. When your workplace feels like a family, it's important to make sure new hires fit into existing company culture. What if you knew you could expand your team with people guaranteed to already feel like family? Introducing Inbreed.com, the only job site that allows recruiters to see which established professionals your candidates are related to. Don't worry, they're your chief operations officer's kid. They'll be great HR managers, even if they went to school for saxophone. Give Promoting From Within a new meaning with Embreed.com. Sign up now and get your first month of premium membership free at embreedcom dong. To learn more, visit dongexploder.net. You'll find links to buy or stream album or Bruce theme song. This episode was made by me, with editing help from Cameron Bopp. Artwork by Sarah Bydash, and Music Clearance by Sarah Bydash. Dong Exploder is a proud member of Radio Dystopia from SEX, a network of independent, listener-supported, artist-owned podcasts. You can learn more about our shows at RadioDystopia.fm. And if you'd like an Album Bruce t-shirt, just ask us, like they're free. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram, at Bruce. My name is Zachary Amri. Thanks for listening. <laughs> it's no, it's, it's it. donning an adult sized trench coat. These two mavericks hit the town gorilla style. <laughs> 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 Network of independent, listener supported, artist owned podcast. You can learn more.
1: What if you said rodcasts? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and halfway through this recording session, I got this call from uh and halfway through the recording session, I got this call from Mr. uh what's his name? Halfway through the recording session, I got this call from Sir Paul McCartney. I said, Not now, Paul, I'm working on magic. Cameron prop. <laughs> Come on! Cameron prop. Cameron prop.